Hello and welcome to Hobby Homies. We are your weekly tabletop podcast. My name's Shane. As always, I'm hanging out with Fox. Howdy. Today, we're talking about the five hobby tools that you aren't using. Yes, this is going to be good. However, you might actually be using these hobby tools. All because of them. All of them. But we tried <laughs> to pick five, I guess, more of your uncommon hobby tools that between us, I don't know if there's any that both of us use. So, yeah. these are kind of like the things that hopefully on this list of five, you'll find a couple that you go, oh, that's interesting. I'll give it a go. But if you're already using them, let us know what you think of our thoughts on them in our Discord, our YouTube comments. Hit us up. Let us know. Let's start a discussion. Yeah. Yeah. These are these are tools where if you've been hobbying for the last 15, 20 years, they're probably not news. Um, but to us, who are the new kids on the block, you know, we've been doing this for like five or six years now. Some of these are we've only started using in the last, you know, few months. So, yeah. 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 Some, some of these are doozies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Fox, we've got five. Uh, do yep. you kick it off? Yes, I do. The first I should mention, for those who don't know, this isn't our usual audio quality. Oh, uh, no, we're usually no. in a studio with soundproofing and a proper, well, I don't know what you call churchy. Uh, He's a sound guy. This is just a sound dude. He holds yeah. the boom stick. He's the one yeah. that drops it into frame whenever you <laughs> see it come down from the top. <laughs> That's him. Blame churchy for that. Yeah, um, on these ones, yeah. Yeah, these, it's funny, this will actually have uh, less interrupted audio than our normal ones, probably, but <laughs> probably. it just won't sound as good. And neither yeah. will I, because I have a cold. I apologize for yes. my weak immune system. You should apologize for your weak immune system. <laughs> I have, and I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> drinking this beer, I'm trying to get well. <laughs> good. Drink I, had a co- I had a COVID test and they said, sorry, homie, you ain't got no COVID, so uh. alas... They apologized. Weathering sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us the about weathering tool, sticks, dude. <laughs> the first tool that you probably don't have that I highly recommend is weathering sticks. So these are like pen-sized cylinders filled with sponge. So it's basically okay. a little a little pen, a thick pen. Think of those little four-point pens that everyone wanted in primary I school. I use but now one it's like, every day. Do you really? Yeah. I don't know what that is that one of your tools cuz take it off the list. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. You're writing it down, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, we now got six tools today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did I say five? I meant six. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, so it's like a little cylinder filled with a sponge and you sort of cut or shape the sponge that pokes out from the end in whatever way that you like. Now, you can also pull the sponge out a few millimeters, cut off the old stuff. It's like, uh, you know those pencils where you keep clicking and the lead keeps coming out? Yeah, the mechanical so pencils. It, yeah, well, yep. mechanical, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, aren't all pencils mechanical? But that's up there with the dumbest things I've ever said. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like a mechanical pencil. You could just, you know, pull more sponge out, cut it off in whichever shape you like once there gets too much dried paint on the end. Okay. So... These are cool. Most people are like, why would you ever use these over a normal sponge? Like just cutting off well, you know, bits of sponge. When when you when we talked about this before we recorded, because we actually, believe it or not, we do prepare somewhat. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, cool. We loose. will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you said uh, weathering sticks, I imagined not a mechanical pencil of a sponge, but more like... Uh, what do you call those um, ear cleaner things? Americans call them Q-tips. I don't know what their yeah. name is over yeah, here. Sure. Yeah, I, ima- I imagined like something like that well, with like first a of different all, <laughs> shaped sponge on the end. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's kind of like that, I guess. It's a weathering yeah. brush, a weathering stick. You made it sound cooler by, call, you know, a kid liking it. Like, sorry, <laughs> I can't talk. Uh, liking it to a mechanical pencil. It's not that cool. It doesn't click through or anything. But okay. yeah, it's not quite as boring as a Q-tip. So <laughs> yeah, it's sort of in between. Okay, and, cool. Uh, uh, I like it. It's it, Look, they're reasonably cheap. I got a, a, a three-pack for $6 from Green Stuff World. Oh, wow. Is that what it's called? Green Stuff World. I think yeah. so. Yeah, yep. And I thought, 
first of all, that's why I got them. I looked at them and was like, those are cool. But, you know, usually it's like they're always so much more expensive than it is just DIYing it. Yeah. Um, but I saw these and I was like, six bucks, it's true. Two bucks a thing, I'll take it. Like you um, could use a, like a hundred Q-tips for like two bucks. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I mean, that's good for Q-tips. Yeah. But the weathering ability on these, I just, I've used them so much. And every time I do, I'm like, first of all, they make me weather more on like the smaller models. Because I okay. think one of the biggest pros is that you have more control with the pen shape. It seems like it's, I just found it way more usable than holding a piece of sponge. Yeah. And for me, I've also got like a limited space in my desk and they're way easier to store and reuse than it is like keeping a few big sponges around that you want to like rip smaller bits off. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so they're just like tidy little brushes that store well and you don't forever have to like tear off bits of sponge every time you want to reuse them, you know? And, and so you, like once you've used it, you just, do you wash it out? Like how does that work? I don't. Once you I use it... It's it's kind of like dry brushing, you know. I don't I don't really wash much of my dry brushes. I kind of just wipe off the paint and then put it back in the thing. Oh God, <laughs> I was gonna say, are you supposed to wash them? I didn't know. Well, I I once I, I didn't wash my dry brush properly, and my um, bone is now kind of pink. So oh, okay, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't think anything that's called a dry brush should ever be wet. But then again, I don't know how the universe well, works. Well, I mean, so. <laughs> you, you wash it and then it, it naturally dries. <laughs> yeah, but then for a moment, it's wet. And then it's a wet brush. And I, I bought... I thought I was paying for a dry brush. So. Okay. okay, dude. <laughs> but, but this isn't about dry brush. No, I don't. I just... I only ever put like the tiniest bit of paint on because it's similar to dry brushing. You kind of just want to get... I guess it depends on the weathering. But typically, you don't want oodles of paint on there yeah yeah and so i usually get most of it off and yeah it's a little bit dried and crusty the next time i use it but like <laughs> the shape of it where the paint goes is the same so yeah i usually use it two or three times before i sort of like nip the end off and okay and you only ever shave off the tiniest bit so yeah i've got three of them i've had them for about i want to say a year now probably a year wow and i However, wouldn't have used it. I, I'll send you a photo of them now, dude. Sure, dude. They're on the other, they're on the other <laughs> side of my sound barrier, but <laughs> no, you can wait. Yeah, okay. All right, after the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that could be part of the uh, the Patreon exclusives. Yeah, which we, I mean, we don't have any, so that'd be a nice first one. I get to show them my my weathering sticks. <laughs> Your crusty yeah, dry I... brush. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, 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 that's that's just for you, homie. Okay, cheers, dude. <laughs> so, yeah. I've probably used a third of one of them. Wow, okay. And uh, over that year. So, I'm set for life. I could... I understand a lot of people are like, oh, I'd rather save $4 and buy some things that are are crap to store and you have to like tear little bits off. I don't know. I think it's one of those things. I've used both and I would never go back to using any bits of sponge or anything else. These just allow me to have so much more precision on like 28 millimeter true scale things. So, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. That's weathering a lot... sticks. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. That, that, uh, that sounds a lot like uh, my first tool. You know, it's something that, you know, you could use alternatives and, you know, you wouldn't even have to touch it. But, you know, since I have. You I just want to talk about your tool. Go on then. <laughs> no, no, no. Please, please. No, no. Finish. I was just going to give them an out of 10. I give them oh. an 8.1 out of 10. 8.1. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know yep. we were judging these, but... No, it came to me spontaneously. <laughs> All right. I'll I need to... with it. No, 8.4. I, don't feel... I felt like I undersold it. The 8.4, that... the strong. Is, is that your final, final uh, bid there? I better, because you're frothing at the mouth to talk about yours. So. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, then. What do you got? What's your tool? Oh, dude. Sanding sticks. Oh. Some, some might look at them and be like, that's an oversized fingernail file. But I tell those people that they're wrong. (laughs) Damn wrong. These, these, my friend. Um, Now, look, I've kind of lumped these in a bit with regular files. Uh, People, old school hobbyists that have worked with metal miniatures, this is nothing new to them. Um, They've been filing since the dawn of time. Um, (laughs) But these sanding sticks, they're kind of, like I said, they're an oversized nail file. They have a soft core, so you can actually sort of shape it to what you're cleaning. (laughs) Um, Interesting. 
Yeah, the best uh, mold line remover or clip, like if you clip with your clippers. Uh, I always had the issue when I started hobbying was I'd use the clippers to cut the model off and I'd cut it like way too far down and end up taking out a chunk of the shoulder or whatever you're cutting, right? Right, you get like a little bit of spruce scarring. Yeah, spruce scarring, perfect, yeah. Um, with these, it allows me to cut up higher and then either clean it up a little bit with a mold line remover or a scalpel and then really like go to town on it with a file and it um, brings it to like a mirror finish, man, like like perfect. Um, absolutely I've got a, froth them. I'm in the camp. So you didn't have weathering sticks and no. I don't have... I mean, I have metal files for metal, specifically for metal models. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I find that if I use these files on, like plastic minis, I I, I cause more harm than good. Yeah. I just leave a rough surface, but it sounds like the ones you're talking about are like the fine grit. Absolutely, it's like it's a fine grit sandpaper. Like it's extremely fine. Like you can buy packs of these where they have like different grades. Um, I can't remember the exact brand I got mine from. Uh, they're just like a, I think they're just like a generic hobby tool thing. But yeah, they come in packs with multiple, uh, multiple grits. But you can also buy them like, I think they're in like a six pack or something like that uh, of just like this stock standard one, which is like a grey color, um, and okay. they're, they're cheap, man. For like for the pack, it's like ten bucks or something. So you get like six of them, um, and yeah, oh man, I couldn't. I couldn't stop using them now that I've started. How often do you think, like, do you use them every single miniature or is Absolutely. it just like... Every mini, oh, every, really? every bit, every bit, man. Like, I, I, I clip it off, I go over like a, like a soft job with the mold line remover and then I do a final job with the, uh, with the um, sanding stick, man. And you use it for spruce scarring and mold lines. Absolutely, yep. Yep. Wow. Like I might, how long, depending how on how much this, does it add minutes wise? You selling me on this? <laughs> so far, we're about three minutes in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but um, so, oh man, like yeah, it depends on the severity of the mold lines. I'd say like if they're like a really old like, you know, when you get those sprues where it's like they've yep. they've churned out a million of these bad boys, and the mold lines little, <laughs> are like, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, They're almost a model of themselves. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's like, is that detail? I don't even know. Um, like with is that them, a weapon? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Does this give up like two armor save or something? Um, I'm pretty sure I didn't want to pay the points on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will use a mold line remover to like take it back, but then I've just with a single mold line remover, like just the mold line remover that GW sell. That's all I've really ever used. Some people use like the back of scalpel blades and stuff. Um, yeah. With that, I've never really been happy with like how it looks. Like it, it, it's sort of it's always to me it's always looked like you've cleaned something. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whether that's, that's me fair. just being too like aggressive with it or whatever, but I find I do I sort of do a, a you know take most of it down with that and then I use the sanding stick to like really clean it up. Um, Interesting. Not, yeah, they're kind of big, so like you can't always get in like under the sh under like in the armpit or like up in the crotch or whatever of your miniature um yeah but um for the most part like you get you know like nice big surfaces like stormcast shoulders or space marine shoulders big big chunks like that you can do a really nice job the important stuff like the stuff you see top down yeah yeah exactly can... yeah okay yeah yeah even yeah. like legs and stuff like I've been doing my gene stealer cults lately, and they and they, these new kids are pretty bloody good with hiding mold lines. But um, there are a few places where they look pretty prominent, like on the, like a pouch or something down the side on their hip. You know, it yeah. sticks it it sticks out like nuts on a greyhound. So um, you just yeah Strength. clean clean it up with that and laughing. I might have to, I might have to try them because like yeah, I hate. There's so many models. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of Harlequin troops. I'm thinking of Tyranid warriors, Space yep. Marines. There's so much that on their shoulder blades where the joins are, that's where they put the sprue joiners. Yeah. And yeah, you can 
you cut it off, you know, and I use the back of a hobby knife to scrape it down, but you're yeah. right, it does look like you've removed something and you're relying on the primer and the coats of paint over the top to sort of like diffuse it, yeah. but not eliminate it. So, no. No. i got to try some of these magical sticks. Well, I've got a couple of you, man. I'll give them to you and you can uh, tell me what you think. You want to buy some death sticks? <laughs> Buy some, some sanding, sanding sticks. sticks. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. That's you yeah. at every every bar. You think it's your little cantina. You sit there just waiting for someone to sit down by themselves. You're like, you want to buy some sanding sticks? <laughs> and the whole reason is because you want them to ask, what are sanding sticks? Oh, exactly. And then I can just get into the old spiel, man. You don't have to, dude. You can just link them to oh, five minutes to 35 <laughs> minutes of episode, whatever number this is. <laughs> yeah, true. Cool, man. Well, you've made a believer out of me. Thanks, dude. I'll never use them because it sounds like extra time, but it sound, they sound great. <laughs> and it's like extra time in the one thing that you hate more than painting is building. <laughs> building, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, I'll just add three minutes per model to building the thing three I already Three minutes? Hate. What are you, an animal? Try adding like uh, 15 at least. <laughs> uh, true. That's what I was asking before. I was like, minutes-wise, what are we talking oh, per model? right. Is that what you said? I thought you were talking about... Yeah, you about- said three minutes. Yeah. Oh, I was okay. hyped. <laughs> Nah, saying, it, saying, it all depends. Like you can spend as much or as little time as you want, really. How much time on average do you, Shane, spend oh, on sanding a model with these it, magical sticks? It's hard to say because I I work it in with like clipping it off the sprue and mold lining it and cleaning it. But um, ah oh, man, it depends. Again, it depends on the model. Is like, is it a character? Is it just a troop? Or just a Hit troop. Me with it. Probably assault marine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Cool. That's not yeah. too bad. Yeah. If you got 10 of them, that's an extra 30. Okay, yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it looks great, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's cool, yeah. man. So, that's, right. uh, that's sanding sticks, files, all that sort of stuff. It's worth uh, worth checking out if you haven't. Yeah. Do you have... Oh, you just said they were generic. You can't even remember the brand. I was going to ask for a uh, brand recommendation. Or... Yeah. Nah, look, I, I thought I had like the pack in front of me, but I do not. Okay. So, just any sanding sticks are probably good. Yeah. Yeah, let me uh, let me quickly look online. Uh, what <laughs> oh, have yeah, I got to even find? <laughs> let's let's Google sanding sticks. No, wait, you Google that. I'll Google death sticks meme <laughs> and start getting to work on photoshopping your face onto the death sticks guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And meanwhile, we'll the audience will just sit here yeah. and listen to us type and chuckle to ourselves. <laughs> so all, all they'll hear is like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does look like that. <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah. Or uh, instead, while you you look for yours, I'll talk about my next tool. That is an idea. Uh the next tool is hang on a second, I'm just about to die. <laughs> I did, oh, okay, cool, back. <laughs> I did the wrong thing. I meant to Anyway, so I meant to die away from the microphone. I died into it. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine though. <laughs> So, this next tool, you don't own, and I don't own either. Oh, wow. So, You've gone all guess, out. Yeah, this makes this the best tool neither of us even own. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is the Vortex Mixer. Ah, uh, yes. Now, it's kind of... It hasn't been taking the world by storm, but it's been gaining a bit more of a chatter on the tubes okay. recently. So... It's like a small... I'll try and describe it. It's like a small upside-down bowl-shaped vibrator. Uh, paint oh. shaker, sorry. <laughs> are, you, are you ready? The brand is Delta, by the way. Oh, of your yep. sticks. Your Delta sticks. Precision De- Hobby Del- Tools. That had to put precision in there. Oh, Otherwise, absolutely. you don't know. <laughs> How precise is it? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? So, this uh, upside-down bowl paint shaker... Yep. You sort of like rest uh, like a paint pot or drop a bottle or whatever on the top. It's got like a vibrating, pulsating (laughs) top and it mixes up the paint. Yeah. So, uh, like, this tool isn't for everyone. It's it's for a niche type of hobbyist. And what hobbyist is that? Me. So, if you're (laughs) like me and hobby time is more important than hobby money then this is probably a must-have. Hang because, on. So, okay. you, let me guess. This is just a, a way to speed up shaking your paints? 
Exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. If you've got more money than time to shake a paint, and you want to <laughs> to shake a paint. Now you say that. You say that. <laughs> well, first of all, they cost about. I think they, the good ones, because you have to get the good ones. Apparently, there's some fifty dollars ones online that are rubbish. Yeah, you they're, get the one, they're like a hundred bucks, aren't they? Like a hundred and twenty-ish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. The, the the brand most people rate is called Four E's or something. Okay. So, something like that. I don't know. This isn't an ad. I don't care about the brand. Just yeah. do some research, <laughs> and it won't take you long to fall in love or think I don't need that. That's rubbish. Okay. So, for example, I have hundreds of paints, as do you. Yeah. And I, unlike you, I rarely actually paint. So sometimes I'll see a, a paint scheme for something and I'll be like, that's dope. I think, so that's like a nice emerald green. I've got saberite green or whatever it is in Citadel colors. Let me go have a look. I haven't touched this pot in eight months, year and a half, whatever. <laughs> Open it. Yeah. And it's all separated and whatever. Now, it's not so bad with regular paints, although I know I'm going to have to shake this up for like a minute, two minutes to get like a good consistency back to it. Yeah. If it's a metallic, we're talking over two minutes. I remember my brother, I was like, if you can save this lead belcher, you can have it. <laughs> and he was like, all right. He shook it up for like a minute. He opened it. He's like, it hasn't, hasn't really changed. I'm like, oh no, it's mixed a little. Give it a... He shook that thing for like five, six minutes and then it looked amazing. It looked yeah. like brand new. So... If you sit down to a paint session and I pull out five Citadel paints that are old or, yeah, mostly Citadel. I think it's the paint pot the way it doesn't properly close. It gets some air in there, separates easier. I don't know. I don't really have the issue as much with Vallejo. Sure. But sometimes I'll be, I don't want to shake for 10 minutes, Shane. (laughs) Yeah. For one paint session. I want to save my wrists and the time. I want to slap it on this thing and just, I've watched videos. It's like, oddly satisfying to watch people take these terrible looking paints shake them on this thing for like 20 seconds open it up and it just is like it's like a waterfall of butter (laughs) okay it's just it's just beautiful again and i saw it and i was like i've never been so broke but i'm gonna message shane and see if he wants to buy my necromunda set so i can buy one of these vortex things You can attest to that being I, a true story. Well, I mean, <laughs> you did offer it to me, yes, and I was thinking about it, and now that I know why, <laughs> I'm more no. inclined to buy it because it means you'll paint more. <laughs> uh, look, let's not say let's not let's not say anything crazy, dude. <laughs> if I do paint, I'll certainly have some, and even just like on regular paints, even even Vallejo, sometimes I'll give them a bit of a shake, pour them onto the thing, and I'll see that they're watery, like. The consistency's off. I just like yeah. the idea of this device that done, <laughs> perfect consistency. It's it's more well mixed in twenty seconds than I could do in five minutes, and it just sits there subtly over in the corner, doing its thing. Okay, like a silent protector until uh, you need him. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and it's it's rare that I'll need him, but if the time comes, <laughs> basically Batman. Yeah, okay. effectively like a a Batman in like the wealthiest neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> like you're probably not going to use him, but he's there if you do. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're like me and hobby time is precious, you don't paint super often, I guess, is probably the other caveat. I rate this just based off the hours I've watched of people like restoring paints. Okay. And I can just imagine myself being like spending a weekend being like, ah, oh, it's nice every six months just to give my paints all a good shake up to make sure they never get to that <laughs> one to two year stage, you know? Yeah. Just knowing no paint has ever not been shooken up for the last six months is is nice. It's like a little tune up for your paints. <laughs> so it's like the old car that's just in the garage that you just like start at every like every week just to make sure the badger doesn't go flat. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like you've got this thing that has a fuel leak, a car, potentially. Yep. <laughs> it's a good okay. analogy, I guess. <laughs> is it? And it's just like you could let it completely run out of fuel and then just like but it's it's going to be more work for you later. Just keep topping her up. Or just fix the leak. And by in your yeah, situation, what... you could fix the leak by painting more often. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and look, let's be honest, we're not going to fix the leak. <laughs> so, I rate this bad boy. Don't know the good brand. Four E's. Easy E. I don't know. I don't easy know. E. You'll know. You'll see it. Yeah. That's not easy. It's four E's. <laughs> Like um, for yeah, e, is... like for ease, as in like e e e e, or like for ease, as in this is very 
easy, like for ease. It makes it easy for me. Uh, f- I think it's called for ease, like the 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 word for, and then just a single e with an apostrophe s. Okay, so it's neither. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So between one twenty, one fifty, and that's I guess that's the downside of it is that it's pricey. But I mean, if you, I mean, for me, that's like spending an extra fifty cents a paint pot. No, that's that's a lie. I've got way more paints than than, <laughs> than three hundred. So yeah, yeah, but it is. It's like spending an extra, I don't know, ten percent on a paint pot and knowing it's gonna be good shook. It's sure. gonna be shooked. <laughs> I like it. Don't I talk did. me out of it. I rate it. <laughs> okay, dude. All right, dude. Yeah. You, you you do you, man. I saw it and I thought that's for me. So if there's any others uh, smooth brains out there like me. This is for you. I yeah. know. I know it. <laughs> All right. And yeah. Okay. Cool. That's me. That's my Vortex mixer. I'm done. Sweet. I'm out. All right. Now, get this one stuck in the crevices of you big brains out there. Uh, here we go. <laughs> We're dividing our audience into the smooth brain shock fox followers and the big brain Shane, Shane gang. Ah, uh, it doesn't. Nah, it's not always like that. Just sometimes. Big brain chain gang. I like that. It rhymes. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> it does. Uh, Just like your next item. <laughs> my next item, uh, some call it a pin vice, others call it a mini drill. Uh, call it what you will. It is basically a little handheld uh, drill. Not electric, manual. Um, multiple manufacturers make them. I was suckered into a GW one, which is fine. Um but these are <laughs> these are for again uh, experienced hobbyists will, working with metal miniatures will have pinned many a model. Um, so yeah, these are basically for drilling. Like I've got little drill bits that are like down to like point one of a mil, like it's or point two of a mil or something like that. It's fucking crazy, tiny, tiny yeah. uh, for dr- yep. drilling barrels, drilling um, models to and pinning them to bases. I haven't had to pin any like limbs on or anything like that so i don't know anyone's pain any of you old school war gamers um yeah, yeah. i remember the, a little just throwback to pinning because we're we're plastic war gamers but when i first got into the hobby i did buy a uh swarm lord a metal swarm lord oh wow this is back i don't know 2005 maybe yeah so what's that that's a billion years ago and i had to yeah. get yeah a guy in the store I was walking out with it and I was like, so, so hyped to build it. Got my super glue, got everything I need. He's like, do you, um, what are you going to pin it with? I'm like, what, what do you mean? What do you mean pin? And I was like, I thought it was just like some, you know, some hobby talk. I was like, oh, I don't know. I'll just figure it out when I get home. He's like, no, no, I mean like, you know, put a pin in it. And long story short, I had to get this dude who was like 45 at the time. He's probably dead now. And uh, he had to help me pin a swarm lord. So like, and he had to like put the bottom legs, a massive pin all the way through the torso. Yeah. I reckon I was there for an hour. I was like, oh, well, I've missed my bus, but this is... <laughs> do I have to do this for all my models? That so, was what I was terrified of. Let me just clarify something. Did did you do this in the hobby store or did he invite you over when you were like 14? Or uh, for were? legal reasons, this was in a hobby store. <laughs> okay. <No. laughs> This was actually in, I think, the Games Workshop in Geelong. That's what my memory tells me it, it okay. was. Okay, okay, that's good. So it wasn't like, "Hey, come to my house and I'll show you how to do it." And you and not <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Although that would explain a lot about me. That but no. would be a whole other kettle of fish, right there, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's a beers of banter episode. That's for sure. <laughs> no, the what I remember about this guy is like he was uh, super. Like I think he helped me like pick out the Swarm Lord or whatever, and I felt like a trap because he was like, "Oh, you're gonna need the Swarm Lord." I was like, all right, sweet. So I go buy the Swarm Lord and then I go to walk out. He's like, how are you going to pin that? <laughs> I was like, oh, what, the thing you just told me to get? I got no idea. <laughs> yeah. But lucky for me, he had like a toolbox, like a tackle box under the table. He just pulls this out and he's like, all right, let's have a look here. What do we got? We got two mil. I was like, all right, so how heavy is it? What kind of rod do I need? Wow, and, uh, what yeah. a lad. And our total lad, it took him an hour. Yeah. And I, I feel like he hadn't done one of this scale before because he was like really struggling. <laughs> So, or he was just trying to keep me there. I don't know. The don't whole know. time, like, were you just thinking like, this is this guy going to fuck my brand new model or what? Uh, 
no, I don't think I don't think that occurred to me. Okay. Because although it was every like that was my entire, uh, I used to work for a mill, and I'd bagged up like two hundred grain bags, and the ends of my knuckles were like bare <laughs> to get this swarm lord. Yeah. And yeah, I was watching it, thinking, God, I hope he does this soon because I want to, I want to play with this. <laughs> And now I'm worried that this is going to eat into my weekend. It was like a Wednesday. <laughs> but he was, ta- he was taking so long, dude. <laughs> yeah. I remember by the time he was done, he's like, ah, there you go. I was like, thanks, man. Grabbed it and just walked out. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Fair. I don't know if I ever went Fair. back yet. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Anyways, so well, what were you talking about? Pinning or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, pin vices, drills for handy little tools um i've just been a sucker now for drilling my barrels i never did and i was just like why would you bother doing that and yeah man once again once i keep finding these things and like as soon as i start doing them (laughs) i can't not do them like yeah i've been drilling barrels like on my gene stealer colts um uh kelomorph and those pistols are tiny man and like yeah. Using this like zip- little auto pistols. Yeah, uh, Liberator auto stubs actually. Um, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, and I have uh, been using a zero point. I think it's like zero point five five. So it's just over half of a millimeter. Like this is tiny, man. You look at it the wrong way, and you'll snap this drill bit. Um, Damn. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's just been awesome. I've been drilling the barrels out on the little uh, the bikes. The, ja- the jack. Uh, what are they called? Jackal. Adeline Jackals. Yeah. Got there. Um, Atal- Atal- Atalan Jackals. Atalan Jackals, yeah. So I've been drilling out the exhausts on them. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just... <laughs> it's just a good little thing. Like, it just adds that next level of detail, I suppose, you know? Like, like you look at a model with a drilled barrel and one without, and, like, if... Uh, I don't know. Just for me, like, it's it's so obvious that, that something's not right with the one that hasn't been drilled, you know? Yeah. I, um... I didn't even know you had to. I didn't... It just... You know how some things are like invisible to you until someone shines a light on them? Yeah. Like yep. for the first year of hobby, I didn't know mold lines were a thing. Nah, me either. Until, until someone said like mold line remover and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess there's mold lines that need removing. Otherwise, why would they have a device to do specifically that? Yeah. I, and why I, does everyone have one? <laughs> I just I just believe that they they didn't exist until someone pointed them out to me because I never remember yeah. actually seeing a mold line and like I'm just like what yeah. like uh, there's nothing wrong with this you know what's like and now I look back and like the whole model is a mold line. Yeah, people are like, don't sell your old armies, but all I would see if I still had them is mold lines. <laughs> yeah, mold lines and spruce gas. So yeah, 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 and it's it's the same with. Uh, drilling gun barrels and i think it was like after we started this podcast on one i posted a picture of something and final dinosaur in our discord was like are you gonna drill the gun barrels i was like oh, what do you mean <laughs> yeah. why would i do that yeah what to put leds in what are, you, what are you talking about and then yeah apparently it's a thing and now i too sometimes do it so there you go yeah yeah it just i don't know it just brings out that next sort of step you know like you look at a big a bolt like bolt guns are easy because the barrels are fucking huge right um and you just look at it and like you hold them up to each other and like it's just all you can see is you know is no barrel hole like drilled like it's like yeah i don't know yeah what i don't understand is why they just don't come with holes in them and i know like I guess some people would argue that like the process is difficult, but I look at all my cheapest chips, Star Wars Legion models, yeah. and they all have holes in the in the guns. Oh no way! In the barrels. I only just noticed this now as we're talking. I looked up and I was like, "Huh, that big gun that main character's using has a hole in it." Yeah. And and then I looked at this guy's tiny little, like, uh, rifle thing. Yeah. That would be a a quarter of a bolt gun got a hole in it and then this guy's minigun which you know has like the five barrels yeah yeah circle they've all got holes in them. they each have they've all got holes in them (laughs) yeah this is star wars legion these models cost me 25 dollars it's a conspiracy dude gw is it's they're they're doing dodgy stuff 
<laughs> Come on, GW, what's going on? You could tell you could tell your old homies, Shane and Fox. We won't tell anyone else. No, just let us in. Let us in. <laughs> let us peek behind the curtain. Yeah. What's uh, what's what's the go with the barrels? <laughs> what's the go? I mean, these were. I don't know. This is going to be interesting. More research is required because these are the resin rebels that I have. I wonder if the hard plastic, like uh, clones, droids, and stuff, and clones are different. I wonder if there's a resin plastic difference there. Yeah. That's some uh, anyway. further study required. We'll do that. Yeah. Uh, we'll do that in the past on the previous episode of <laughs> Beers and Manta, which okay. we'll record in the future for you to listen to in the past. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the little pin vice, hobby drill, whatever you would like to call it. Um, check them out. You can get them pretty cheap uh, for like 30-odd bucks, I think. Um few different nice. brands you can get them even i mean even cheaper than that places like jcar sell them for like 10 mighty ape i'm pretty sure has them for like 20 or something so i want to yeah. say i got my is it so is it different to a hand drill like a little hand drill well or would you also be able to call them that because i've got one that i got from bunnings yeah yeah yours is a you're that little silver one you've got yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the same thing i'd call that a, a pin vice a, a hand drill sure. yeah like it's just hard term because hand drill people might think of like a cordless drill, you know, right? Or a, or another hand right. drill is like an old school like one of those ones that you like wind um, for drilling in wood, like the Amish use now. Um, so like it's it's sort of a that's true. A term we could be that, we, yeah yeah. I'm trying to find the one on uh, Bunnings. I'm sorting by price to see how much it costs. But yeah, that's what I've got. You use yours in a much more versatile way. I never pin my stuff. Oh, yeah. I where I, it, I pin everything now, or most things, I should say. Yeah. Like, to bases, man. That's that's where I do my pinning because I like to do the bases separate. I'll paint the model. I'll, I'll drill and put a little uh, pin, like a, a paper clip into the foot. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll drill yeah. another hole on the base and then just stick that bad boy in there. I've seen it. Seen it. And I'm... I've seen it. Yeah. 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 Whereas I just use mine for magnets. That's literally oh, it. Oh, yeah. So. And magnets, yeah. Yeah, you could do magnets. Oh, right, yeah, if you feel like it. Yeah, if you That's want. That's a whole other cup of tea right there. Magnets. Yep. The tools. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm still 50-50 on magnets, whether they're even worth or not. But anyways, it's a whole nother. Wow. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> yeah. What do you... So, just like your sand sander what do you call it sanding stick sanding stick yep I, I like that both of our first things were sticks yep uh and your drill would you say which one would you say you use more good question uh as far as ooh, that's that's a really good question probably the both the same amount man because you basically pin in some regard because you you're all over sub assemblies even when you're batch painting yeah so you you would pin basically every ninety percent of your models just like you would sand probably ninety percent of them. Probably. Well, actually, you know what? Like when I paint heads, what I do is I um, clean it up with the sanding stick, and then I drill a tiny little hole in the bottom of the head, and I super glue a pin, like a drawing pin, into it, um, and then a bit of blue tack on the bottom of that pin, and then I so I write, line up all the heads, kind of like heads on pikes. Um, and I paint them individually like that. And then okay. I just twist off the head because it's just super glue. So it just like comes off. Um, I use the, the sander, the sanding stick to clean up a little bit of super glue residue. And then I super glue that bad boy into the, into the model. So actually, yeah, I, I'd use the hobby drill on every, every miniature, man. So you, without, you would be stuffed without those two items those are your like must-haves yeah effectively yeah it's like if i didn't have them would be the equivalent of me not having glue like i just not do anything yeah Yeah. okay yeah well my next one is a must-have for me hit me with because with with, without this i would have painted 10 models in total (laughs) and this is the airbrush now i know i know i know i know i know (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Lots of people have the airbrush. It's been talked about everyone. It's been talked about to death. Yeah. Uh, most people that have, most people do have one, and those that don't already have one have their reasons for it. But maybe there's a sliver. There's still a sliver of people 
who don't have one and are still a little bi-curious about it. <laughs> because I know we've had people in the Discord still who come in, hand paint for a while and then go, what do, you, what do you guys think about airbrushes? And then they explore it and they buy it. I've talked to at least three people in the last year and helped them pick airbrushes to start off with. So there's still... And I guess this is for them. This is for the future them. Okay. Because, and for you, Shane, you do not have an airbrush. So there are still some crazies out there. (laughs) Are you calling yourself an airbrush advocate? I am an airbrush advocate. Absolutely. Interesting. So I, yeah, the airbrush I cannot rate enough. All I can say is if you're on the fence about it and whether it's right for you, it is. (laughs) But what you got to understand is, yeah, it's time. Uh, it's money. It's all those things that painting already is. The initial outlay for the airbrush is the biggest hit, but the time savings, and again, this is me looking through my time is everything. M- money's important, but time is most important. Yeah. Lens. This, this allowed me to crank out uh, 3,000 points of Necrons in three solid two-hour sessions. And that was it. That is, like, that is insane. Like, actually insane. Yeah, they're not... Yeah. They're just, they're just tabletop. But my process was day one, I primed them all. Oh, I based them, sorry. I just dipped them in base. But then, which was just like, you know, spray. I, I sprayed some super glue down or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. I've got this, yeah, gorilla grip, whatever. Sprayed it down, put them face down in the rocks, flipped them up, super glued the dudes to the model, primed them, and then airbrushed them with a metallic which was incredible. Yeah. And then airbrushed them again with like a steel and then washed them and that was day one. Okay. I gave them the old Reichland flesh shade wash. Oh, uh, yeah, yep. Then the next day I hit uh, their weapons with just black and white, cro- chromatic contrast and then they then put greens over all of that. And that was day two, was like picking out all the different chrome parts and then day three was just airbrushing a neon green over the weapons and whatnot done they're all tables up so i could never have done that that would never that they wouldn't be painted not a single one of those the equivalent i guess would be getting like lead belcher uh rattle can and just coating them but the difference with these is the coverage is much nicer you have so much more control and then from there you can level up your airbrushing doing blends that you could really never achieve unless you're doing like multiple glazes taking like five hours on a particular part of the model, which you could oh, do yeah. in a minute on an airbrush. Yeah, I- I'm just going to say that like, air- like I think there are-, there are obviously things in airbrushes that could never be replicated with a handbrush or like you said, without spending, you know, six hours on one tiny little aspect of that miniature. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Yeah. I think I think when you look at an airbrush, a lot of people, and my hesitation at the start was, there's this uh, advanced tool for advanced techniques that I'm just not ready for yet. Yeah. But the, the thing about an airbrush is you can spend it solely on the beginner techniques, priming and then just base coating. Yeah. And if nothing else, you've then saved yourself tens of hours. If you've got 60 Marines, everyone knows what it's like to hand paint your base coats on just on like, say, 60 Marines. Yeah. That, I don't know how long that would take. Hours, right? Oh, yeah. For Literal sure. Absolutely. Tens, tens of hours? I think so. For 60, yeah. Easy. Yeah. That you could do in an hour with an airbrush. Yeah. Easily. And that's just the beginner stuff. You At least you've eliminated that 10 hours and that adds up. Then they're all... But, then once you do that, you'll have a crack. You'll be like, oh, what's it like just to zenithal the next highlight on it up? Yeah. And so, and then you'll be like, oh, that actually looks incredible. Boom. Two hours later, you've got 60 Space Marines with their base coats and highlights done. Now you just give them a wash, hit them with an extra highlight, do some edging, pick out the deets, you're done. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then, and then from there, it grows. Obviously, it's a must-have for terrain and bigger vehicles and things like that. So Yeah, yeah. Man. I can't, I can't stress it enough. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Whatever, when when you think about it, you think about the costs, right? It costs money. 
I need a place to set it up. Whatever it is, you could write a list 200 things long. It's still worth it. Whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever the costs you think it is, it has that many more pros. So, See, I, I, do it. I, like you said, I'm very bi-curious about the uh, the airbrush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yep. It's good. It's one th- I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's one thing that I have been thinking about for a long time. I've used Jaws uh, briefly. Um but I, I'm not really the the outlay. Like while you know it's going to be a couple hundred bucks to get everything ready to go, I'm sort of at that point where I'm ready to do that. But I'm just I'm just not ready to feel like I'm going back to square one to learn how to paint models. Like I am at a point where I like my style. Like I'm no golden demon winning painter. I don't ever imagine myself being anywhere near that i'm not a display painter or whatever i paint armies and yeah i like how my armies look right super you know yeah. like super pronounced highlights um and almost almost a, a cartoony sort of vibe to them i i imagine but um yeah i would say your your paint style is like uh, a army painter version of it's it's heavily inspired by heavy metal. It's like if you took that and condensed it down to the essentials to crank it out for an army, that's your style. Yeah, yeah. It's like those pronounced edge highlights, the bold contrasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't I don't go for for you know like sweet fades and like glazes and all that stuff. I just paint, wash, paint again, and then that's it. Like, um, but you know, I like I feel like I would be going back to square one to learn to use an airbrush and, and while I would definitely have benefits in using one I just don't know if yeah. I want to yeah and I, I get that it's I think it's more uh, important to think about it as like learning a new technique instead of a whole new paint style yeah it's like just like you learned to drill your gun barrels and now that's absolutely something you have to do every single miniature because you've seen how good it looks now that you took the plunge and did it once yeah airbrushing is an expensive version of that yeah but also with far more rewards than that you'll do it once it's just a technique you can still do your edge highlighting the exact same way you've done it always it just means you could spend more time doing that or more time on doing multiple models and less time doing the base coats because you're just going to airbrush those out you're going to get smoother quicker coats and you're going to be able to do some nice gradients like you do with a zenithal, but instead of black and white or whatever, it's going to be reds, and then you go in and hit the edges. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's, it's a technique. <laughs> it's not a whole painting style, although I've made it a painting style. I, if I can only use the airbrush, I will. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, but also, so, like, I, I'm not, uh, until this GTO, I, I haven't had a deadline to have anything painted by so I that's also true I've just taken myself to enjoy the painting process um, yeah I, I, I honestly really do enjoy painting um, obviously like everyone there's days when it's just like nah like I don't even want to think about it but then there's days where like I'll come home from work and I'll sit down and then before you know it like I'm having dinner and then I'll sit down again and then before you know it like Caitlin's going to bed and it's just me and the rabbit and I'm just like what the fuck <laughs> That's not a euphemism, people. That's an actual rabbit. Yeah, <laughs> me, me and the old, me and the old tail. <laughs> yeah, um, and like I'm just like, yeah, where and has that's the time it. gone? You know, like I, I just get in a little zone and I listen to an audio book or a podcast or watch something and like, and yeah, I don't know. I, I reckon, I think, and this is the thing about the airbrush. It's got a purpose for it can find its place into almost every aspect of the hobby, but also. I feel like almost every individual has a part of the airbrush they can use. And if yours was just to do your Blood Angel vehicles and your Lehman Russes yeah. and stuff like that, um, or any big vehicle or your terrain, stuff like that, I feel like you would be able to spend a weekend, line all these things up, smash them out and be like, holy crap, my Saturday looked like three Lehman Russes, pretty much tabletop, just got to pick out the aluminium stack of terrain with a bunch of different cool colors two blood angels tanks i could never have done that in a in three years yeah yeah with it you know 
yeah. and that might be your niche for it. But I'm not here to convince you. I don't make sales <laughs> on airbrushes. I don't give a crap. If time isn't a thing, like if you just sit down and you're like, I like the process of hand painting, you do you. I'm trying to push my airbrush religion on people. <laughs> the most important takeaway is you got to do you. Yeah. You got to do your hobby. Yeah. And that's if that ain't airbrush, that ain't airbrush. That's the same thing with anything hobby though. Like people will try and tell you that the what what you do is wrong and this is the only way to do it. Like I say, fuck them. Like, yeah. Do what you want to do. You know. That's it. If you're like me and you don't want to glaze and build like 16 colors layers, like, and you just want to. Like base that. coat, wash, and highlight. Like fucking do it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it was funny you say that because I was watching, uh, I was reading a thread on Reddit, and it was talking about uh, painted armies and like how people were getting angry that they were losing victory points in the game for not bringing painted armies. And then it was a meme about the superiority of people bringing painted armies versus those that don't. <laughs> And there were so many people, there was like people getting angry. That's like, I don't, if I don't, don't have to, don't want to paint my army, I shouldn't have to. It's not my job to make sure you enjoy the game more, blah, blah, blah. They were getting mad. And then the other flip side were like the gatekeepers where it's like, if you're not in this hobby to paint the armies, then find a different hobby like <laughs> Lego or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, man, everyone's just gatekeeping. Yeah. Let the people play the game if that's what they do yeah. let the people paint armies if that's what they do you're all in a tournament that allows both deal with it so yeah yeah, yeah. like nothing's stopping you from playing with unpainted models like you just get a handicap but I, I yeah I lean more towards like if you're at a tournament like a proper organized event and painted models is the rules that's the fucking rules man like you know but like totally. if you're just playing with your mates and they're like I'm not playing against you because you don't have painted models well maybe you should find new mates like they don't really sound yeah. like the people to <laughs> hang around with yeah I, I speaking from someone that loves the idea of list building and building new armies and rarely having an entire army painted it never having it except for monacrons yeah thanks to the, the, the holy grail of the airbrush <laughs> <laughs> but i was like yeah if it's, the tournaments can say whatever they like and if every single tournament saying hey we're going to have this painted rule then it means the majority enjoy the game better when it's painted models on both sides. Yeah. But they also are fine with you doing it if you lose the points. That's fine. There should be a handicap if they prefer the game with painted mo- That's It's their tournament. Whatever rules, either don't enter because you don't like it. Yeah. And then just play casually until you paint your army. Or host yeah. your own unpainted army tournament. Yeah. See how many people show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm all for, like, I enjoy the game, playing the game. I don't like building and painting, but I, I totally, they're just, the salt doesn't need to be there. Nah, it doesn't. Both sides have their merit. Yeah. They've found their niche. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Let's all stop gatekeeping like Fox did with his airbrush just now <laughs> <laughs> and let people enjoy the hobby. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And that's the thing is this is a hobby. Like, we're all in it to enjoy it in our own ways. Like, some enjoy it differently. So, like, don't yeah. hate on people for enjoying it differently. Just just enjoy the fact that there are other people out there that enjoy it, you know? Like, it's not just you doing this. It's it's a community of thousands and thousands of people. Like, Yeah. Yeah. And the community is better with more people in it. Absolutely. Uh, uh, some some people would disagree with that because they're like, oh, I just want to keep it to me and my own, little, my own little posse. I don't want those outsiders, those casuals coming in here with their net lists and their <laughs> unpainted models. But it is better because more people playing means more money for the companies doing it, which means more models. Yeah. If Games Workshop's any indication, it means bulk models. Oh, yeah. Weekly models. You know, and mainstream recognition. Like, it used to be if you said Warhammer, a few people might know what you're talking about. Now it's becoming this thing where it's like, oh, I know X that does this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Old mate does that. Yep. Like, I can talk I to say, anyone say, at my work and they like, oh, I know a guy that does that. None of them do it, which is disappointing, but they always, they all know someone yeah. that can do it, so that does it. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. That feels like the big difference over the last decade, I would say. It's like, instead of having to explain what it is to someone, yep. usually people already know someone who's doing it, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. It's great. Hell yeah. Anyway, well, that's uh, yeah. That wasn't the point of it. Yeah. That, that, that was uh, a tangent, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, that's our five hobby tools that you aren't using unless you are. 
<laughs> I love that name. <laughs> but for clickbait purposes, we'll just keep it as short, five hobby short tools. There, yeah. You, yeah, you aren't using yeah. ever. You've never used them. Yeah, you would know. <laughs> Featured on this list is hand drills and airbrushes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, all these episodes could not be done without our faithful Patreons. Absolutely. These guys help keep uh, the lights on. They keep us recording these every week. Um, and giving monthly giveaways. Um, so let's uh, let's do a quick shout out to all of our homies and homettes. Um, yeah, we've got uh, Burnsy, Whack, Final Dinosaur, Foggy Highway, Joey P, Lockie, MJ, Lethal, Moose, and Penny. We got Elko, Arkham, Caitlin, Dave, Churchy, Rad, Oliver, Hawkers, Tricky. Agro and our newest addition to both the Discord and our Patreon is Gridlock. Yeah. Gridlock welcome, has been in our Discord now. Yeah, welcome, man. Thank you so much for your financial support. And it's been an absolute pleasure having you in the Discord. It's been awesome. Hell yeah. Now, we do a couple other things on the uh on the old podcast. Yeah, here. we're not just a podcast. We also um we have two giveaways every month. Uh, painting competitions all year round. Every season we have a new competition. Autumn is finishing as of recording tonight. And we and yep. Wellington will be starting. We'll announce that all soon. We had a bit of a hiccup um, with uh, lockdown in Melbourne. But we'll get True. there. But hopefully by the time you're listening to this episode, it'll already be on all the socials and everything like yeah. that. So go check yeah. out the Winter Comp. Uh, we also have an active Discord, which we've mentioned earlier. Um, weekly, we do weekly hobby hangouts in there. We all jump in and, and have a chat, do some hobby, talk shit, um, which is always a good time. <laughs> uh, we also do yep. RPG sessions, looking at fortnightly. Currently, there we are running two. We are running a Death Watch one, and Ollie is also running a uh, Go Brain, uh, like a chaos, uh, a chaos version, basically. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. If you're Oliver hosting all of our RPGs on his own volition. Oh. You are a godsend and a homie of the highest order. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and there's also plenty of general hobby banter in there. Um, we also have live episodes every month. So the start of the month, yeah. So generally the first week of the month, depending on how the month falls, um, we do games, yeah. giveaways, all kinds of prizes. We have and we have heaps of fun with those. So they're on YouTube. So check out our YouTube channel. Um, yeah, yeah. And like Fox said, we have patrons that keep everything running that's not the only way to support us um like there's other ways too we have merch on hobbyhomies.com you can buy yourself a t-shirt or a hoodie and mind you now winter's here i've worn my hoodie so many times it's so fucking warm uh i love it um yeah it is pretty dope oh, i've yeah. i've i know uh lethal one of our discord users has to get himself another one because his miso has stolen his first one oh, of so. course she has that's good <laughs> they're unisex so that's nice to know yeah yeah <laughs> That's awesome. Um, you can also check out smoothmyballs.com slash hobbyhomies and uh, buy yourself a personal manscaping kit there. Um, you get a discount and we also get a little bit of money from them, uh, which helps us heaps. Um, yes. So if you've got a, uh, a lawn problem in your nether regions yep. and you need to <laughs> trim that right down, this is the top manscaping tool you aren't using <laughs> this is the turf chopper 3.0 yeah. <laughs> you can you can get all that at smoothmyballs.com slash i'll be homies um and there's other ways to support us without spending your hard-earned bucks um you can just like and subscribe us on youtube um you can follow us on spotify and you can like our facebook page and check out all of our posts on there um yeah, yeah. all of that right, we got everything yeah we got uh TikTok yet? No, no. no Instagram. No. Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we've got Instagram, yeah. <laughs> if, even if you just like all of our posts and like all of our videos and all that kind of stuff, it all, like Shane said, it all helps. Absolutely. So, yeah. we appreciate y'all. Hope you have a safe week. Uh, wash your hands and yeah. we'll see you on the next Don't one. Don't cough on each other and, uh, yeah, look out for everyone. We're all, uh, we're all battling through this crazy world at the moment so please stop hoarding toilet paper please god please stop hoarding toilet paper um yeah, yeah. we shane needs some <laughs> <laughs> no dude i uh i go exclusively at work <laughs> the boss ah, earns a, i thought you're gonna be like no nah, dude <laughs> <laughs> the boss earns a dollar i own a dime that's why i shit on company time 
That's, uh, that's, uh... <laughs> that's disgusting. Yeah. But fair, but fair. I thought you were going to be like, nah, dude, I got, I got plenty of toilet paper. I stocked up. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm out. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye, Shane.